Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. The Poor Night, a fantasy musical podcast suitable for all ages, brought to you by Fool and Scholar Productions. Follow Nathaniel the Poor Knight and the friends he meets along his journey as he's bitten by a wereman and must break the curse before the full moon. Listen to The Poor Knight wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at foolandscholar.com. Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow! Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin! Oh, hi there! Welcome back to Pflugerville! It's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat! Beaming into your ears all the way from Lucy Wow's barn. You know, being Lucy Wow's sidekick is a lot of fun, but it's also a lot of work. Luckily, I've mastered the art of the power nap, which means I still have energy for projects of my own, like inventing Kapow's silent alarm clock. Don't you hate being woken up by an alarm? Well, my new alarm clock is silent, so you can just sleep right through it all day long. Another project that power naps have allowed me to invent is this podcast about invention. Why do I love invention so much? Because I am an invention. That's right. Lucy Wow invented me, and I invented the silent alarm clock, my goats. Now, today's invention... Sorry, power nap. Now, where was I? Oh, right! Today's invention is the bicycle. Everyone knows what a bicycle is. They're part of everyday life. There are all sorts. Road bikes, mountain bikes, even electric bikes. You may even know how to ride one yourself. But bicycles don't come from eggs like a chicken. Someone had to invent them. Though, a bicycle omelet does sound pretty tasty. Hmm... So let's take a look at who hatched this wheelie invention. <laughs> Back in the day, if you didn't have a horse or a really big dog to ride, you were walking. But humans got tired of this pretty quickly and started looking for solutions everywhere they could. In the 1400s, Leonardo da Vinci designed the first bicycle. Wow! But Leo's design was never turned into a working model and was quickly forgotten. So, for 400 more years, horses stayed the only way to get down the road without getting your new sneakers dirty. But even though Leo's bike never came to life, his dream of spinning wheels wouldn't go away. 
Finally, in the early 19th century, Carl van Dries, a German baron, turned that dream into an invention he called Laufmaschine, or running machine. The running machine was made of two wheels that were held together with one long metal bar. The way it worked was the driver would straddle the bar and run with it between their legs until they had gathered speed. And then they would raise their legs in the air and roll along, balancing on the bar. It was fun, though not super safe, and spread across Europe until it reached England, where it was renamed the Dandy Horse. With a name like that, its popularity only grew. But while the Dandy Horse was popular for almost 40 years, it was never practical as a way to get around town. I mean, how would you feel running to school carrying a giant stick with wheels? But then, Pierre Michaud and Pierre Laliman came up with an idea that changed the Dandy Horse into something even dandier. They attached pedals to the front wheel and installed a driver's seat on the support beam. Now you could sit on it comfortably and make it move without running on the ground. They had just invented the bicycle. They called this first bicycle the Bone Shaker because, well, it wasn't exactly a smooth ride with its heavy iron frame and hard rubber tires. <laughs> no one cared about the bone shaking, though, and it was immediately a hit. It just wasn't safe. You couldn't steer it like a modern bike, so you had to lean to turn. And there was no bike chain, so the wheels didn't turn at the same speed, which meant the cyclists spent a lot of time on the ground where their sneakers would get dirty. In 1885, John Kemp Starley created the Rover, a bike that had a chain and a steerable front wheel. While the running machine and the bone shaker had been popular, the Rover changed the world. It was so easy to ride and so safe that it ignited the golden age of bicycles. Bikes weren't just fun and exciting anymore. They were practical. Well, much cheaper than a horse, a bicycle could go faster and farther than a person ever could go on their own two feet. If you had a Rover, you could go to a town 20 miles away and arrive with clean sneakers. Soon, the roads were filled with two-wheelers, and each day, bike makers were inventing new features, like brakes and bells for handlebars. In the 1960s and 70s, new lightweight bikes made of aluminum and carbon fiber started coming out. At the same time, a new passion for exercise had just hit the USA, and these two factors made a whole new bicycle boom. And people didn't just want to ride around town on these new bikes, they wanted to go everywhere, and they wanted to go there fast. Soon you had all sorts of bikes, racing bikes, BMX bikes, mountain bikes, multi-gear, single gear, and even electric bikes started going to the party. And that party's still going strong. Today, worldwide, production of bicycles is in the range of 125 to 130 billion. Cycling is one of the biggest sports in the world. And from Hong Kong to Amsterdam, arches to Boulder, people can be seen pedaling home from work with a smile on their face and no mud on their sneakers. Oh. 
Well, folks, we've come to the end of another Kapow's Power of Invention podcast. Come back tomorrow when I'll be covering more inventors and inventions. And while you're waiting, you do realize there are just a slew of shows that take place in Pflugerville, right? It's true! There's Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Pflugerville from Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn, inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat Kapow. Hey, that's me! Lucy goes big, and then she goes bigger! Oh, and if you like strange and spooky stories, you should check out R.L. Stein's Story Club. That's a real winner! I'm in the club, so I get to hear all the stories. And you can too! Keep on the lights, folks! Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein Story Club, wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll find your way! I get a lot of excitement as Lucy Wow's sidekick. Sometimes it overwhelms me and I just, well, you know, faint! Well, today I got the most exciting news and I, and I, oh, is it kapow? Deep breaths? Don't faint! I'm on a t-shirt and a hoodie and a sticker and ah, I'm famous! The most famous mechanical pygmy goats ever live! Go to gokidgo.com and check me out! Lucy Wow merchandise is now available and you know you need more Kapow in your life! Until next time, this is Kapow signing off! Go Kid Go! Go Kid Go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.